it is. <laughs> he didn't see in a circle. This is why we say see in a circle. We cover our asses on this show. All ideas are legally patented. legally binding verbal agreements. Exactly. Exactly. See in a circle. And we leave it at that. Steve Harvey, if you had known those couple of words existed in the 90s. It would have been Steve Harvey's Got Talent. I it mean, would they would have never been place. able to fire Nick Cannon. It's my nigga. Feel me? That's when things get different. Nick Cannon. We're still doing the Nick Cannon. We're still on the Nick Cannon uh, bandwagon. Yeah. Um, I mean, his ability to. I've create, got no reason to get off. His ability to create offspring has not, you know, deterred me from his He's hosting He's got no getting off either. Hey, oh, but I'm. <laughs> he, um, he, what's it called? Uh, he did a really good job filling in for Wendy Williams, apparently. Well, Nick Ken is a is a talk. I mean, there's a conversation we were having a couple episodes ago about uh, child actors. Yeah, Nick Cannon, great child actor turned uh, professional actor, Very true. professional professional. Well, probably the best child actor actor turned business person since the Olsen twins. I would say because it ter- in terms of black kids growing up yeah. and, and capitalizing, yeah. I'd say in that conversation. Too. I'd say there's him and Raven, but Raven doesn't. Like, she didn't really own anything past Grow the merchandise brand. and the brand of Simone, Raven Simone. Whereas Nick has created Incredibles. He's created a new pipeline of comedy through Wild and Out. He's. I would even add in Keenan Thompson. Okay. Keenan was a child actor? Yeah, Keenan and Kel. Oh, Keenan Thompson. Oh, yeah. There's another one. Yeah, Longest yeah, yeah. of standing uh, uh, castmate of, of SNL. Of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got his own show, Keenan, now. Um, he's, yeah, like, he's. But I think he'll forever be legendary a, for Good Burger. Uh, that alone in my mind, just cinema. Cinema, people. Welcome to Good Burger, home with a Good Burger. Can I take your order? Huh? Well, you know what's extra hilarious is them men. Who were got signed to WB off yeah. of all types of whatever from uh, from the Nickelodeon era, but they ended up in all the black shows because they used to get featured. Keenan and Kelly used to be featured on Steve Harvey during the the Steve Harvey Black era. Run. Yeah, yeah, there was uh, yeah they had they were like the uh, the two boneheads at school or whatever, right? Nah, they were they were part of like the Big Brother Big Sister program. Was it? Steve Harvey yeah, shows yeah, yeah. another they, one we don't they talk about enough. Great show. Great, a great show. Fucking show. The Steve Harvey show is a great show. Like it's really a, good. Listen, I really stand by that show. It's a really good show. I think that's one of the I'll say that that's one of the only shows aside from Martin where the female companions went toe to toe with the main characters. Like Cedric and Steve Harvey were on the rope some episodes. Their female yeah. counterparts were the killing them. The girl who was playing Letitia. <laughs> was it Letitia? Steve Harvey Shit, show. What was her actress? What was cast? Hold what on. Let me name? get it for you. Let me get it for you. All right. You have There Wendy. was Pam Greer, a.k.a. Peggy. You had which Wendy. Which is Wendy Raquel something. Yep. Yep. A.k.a. Tasha Mack. You had Terry J. Vaughn, who Ashley was LaVita. LaVita. That was her name. LaVita was killing shit on that show, bro. Killing it. Killing it, killing dog. it, killing it. Oh man, Merlin Santana didn't he? Yeah, man, R.I.P. Romeo Santana. Legend. That that home girl, that that white lady who, who was on that show playing the kind of theater chick, Lori Liza Gutman. Yes, who was yes. on? She used to be on all that. That's how I remember her. She from. was a killer in like kid killer comedy. Like Comedic she could actors? play any act. She could play any character. She was quick. She was energetic. Like, she was really good. She was doing Melissa McCarthy. Oh, I just said that in my mind. That's so crazy. I just said that name in my mind. We're right here, son. We're (laughs) right here. Yeah, no, she was a killer. That show, in terms of the black pantheon of, of, of comedy, is up there. It's up there. I would... mm, I still think Jamie Foxx show is better. But Steve Harvey show is definitely up there. You know what? What scene I rewatched the other day, the uh, the scene where uh, Mark Curry is the uh, the drill sergeant in driving school. Ah, uh, that's a classic. That's a great scene. That's, that's a, a great scene. There's so many. You was just 
He said, boy, you a sissy. I don't think I I like a show that incorporated celebrities better than Jamie Foxx show. Like, because the celebrities sometimes yeah. would be themselves, but sometimes they'd be just some random person that's a part random of Random character. Yeah. Well, it, it's like what Curb does now. But Jamie mm. Foxx show was kind of doing it then in the sense that somebody yeah. could show up and be like the character themselves. Yeah. Or they just show up as like, here's this famous person being a drill sergeant. And you're like, oh, that's kind of funny. Exactly. What an interesting drop. <laughs> Cisco, uh, friggin' um, Drew, what was it? Jodeci. Who else was on that show? R. Kelly. Jodeci for sure. I think was on that show. Um, there were so many celebrities. Kevin Garnett. There was the, that basketball episode. Was it with, boys? Was was boys to men on there too? I feel like there was a boy band, and I feel, I don't know if it was Jamie. It was uh, Jodeci, uh, Jamie Fox show, boy band. When Jamie, when Jamie and uh, Braxton pretended to be Busta Rhymes. Oh my! And God. Busta Rhymes's lawyer bust a contract. Dog, I gotta go. Re- <laughs> I gotta go rewatch that show, man. My girl's never seen it, and I was like, "You don't know what you're missing out on." My no. favorite is the uh, the the jingle off. <laughs> hotel, hotel, <laughs> what about, hotel. What, uh, uh, what was King's it? Towns. What was it? Um, boiled rice. What was it? Brown brown boiled rice. Brown boiled rice. See how it boils. See how it boils. <laughs> 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 and then they do a whole jingle one. off about rice. That shit was amazing. Jingles 3000. Oh, but anyways, goodness. welcome back to the concession what stand. A- I'm Marlon. I am Gabe. And another week with... Uh, we saw each other out in the wild, which we, we were early. Yes, doing. as civilians. We saw each other as civilians. As civilians. On road, civilians. doing roads, no mask. Living it up, maskless, wild, <laughs> super wild. wild. Dr- Gabe was Songs extremely <laughs> drunk when he approached me. He screamed it's, it's, above the music, and that's when I knew. <laughs> Soft-spoken Gabe. Here's the thing, folks. I didn't realize until quite later in the evening that Marlon was even in attendance. Yeah, he found out. So man, like me, is in the pocket. Whatever, whatever. It was like and then two. I run into Medora. It was like two. 215 those are scary hours yeah those are scary hours scariest of hours (laughs) how'd your night end i'm talking talking medora and she's like well go say hi to your friend i said what do you mean my friend oh look who it is (laughs) night change only on stage in front of everybody (laughs) my back was (laughs) i wasn't mixing up over there i was trying to have a conversation this guy's in cheeks you end up in cheeks for the night none of your business hey that means cheeks Get an unsolicited gunshot. <laughs> <laughs> unsolicited. Uh, it was a lovely evening. It was a great time. It's nice to be outside again, you know? Yeah, it was It was definitely um, a treat. A treat. Uh, you had a weekend full of comedy, too, speaking of treats. Yeah, yeah. It hasn't stopped. I got one more tonight. Um, I got two more to see Thursday and You'll Friday. you love to Got see a surprise it. one in April I can't announce yet. But yeah. <laughs> it's going to be good. It's gonna be good, man. These are the the bit is now at a point where I can play around with it. I can just do whatever. It's it's fun. It's very fun. And you love to see. I it. love to see oh. it. But oh. it's also scary because okay. now I'm like, it's the realization that I okay now you got to go to hone down this other. Now it's my minutes. fault. <laughs> well, not even that. Now I gotta go goes get wrong, my next 10, 15 minutes now and make sure that those are that's on point and go no, through the growing pains the of that joke. Happens. Yeah. Oh, yeah. the mold. Molding, molding. I just got to focus on the end mold. I can't think about the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Fresh no, no, no. clay. You got, but you have to realize you have a parachute now. No matter yeah. what happens yeah. outside of that, you have five minutes where you're like, all right, I can take this I baby have 12. Home I got 12. 12 solid minutes. Oh, excuse the fuck out of me. Yeah, I got 12. Well, I think I have 20 in total, because, but I've never done my. Um, my why I got suspended story on stage. So it's like, oh, yeah. But you know, it works in some capacity. Yeah, yeah, because like I've done a video telling the story and that went crazy. Oh, you're converting online content into stage content. Yes. Oh, interesting. Yes. Because I, interesting. I, I've noticed that a lot of my content 
is stand up essentially like but i'm just not doing Connect. it on stage so if i just change premises. the format and continue with the angle then i think it'll be fine like my my I first think- time getting suspended story is going to be like i'm just going to be as a crowd if anyone thinks that their first time being suspended story is better than mine i'll give you a hundred dollars <laughs> make it interesting <laughs> And everyone can tell me their first time being suspended. I'll get the weirdest possible fucking answers, which is sure, of course. hilarious in and of itself. I don't That's, need to do any well, that heavy kills, lifting. That kills eight minutes right there. You know what I mean? And then on top of crowd that, work, boom, 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 little sprinkle, little sprinkle. Try to do a little molding of a joke and through what they're saying or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And then I can get into and that'll only strengthen my joke. And when my exactly. reason is 10 times better, which I know it is, <laughs> there's no one that's going to have my story. There's no one. I've never met anyone with my story. So I'm like, I got to tell it. I got to say it now. No, no. This is this is a foolproof plan. Yeah. I'll tell you off air. But anyways. No, please. Yeah, you can't ruin it. <laughs> this is our um, unofficial business. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, this is the movie business. The biz. <laughs> As they call it in the industry, uh, the biz, <laughs> gabagoo, you got it, you motherfucker. Well, let's let's start off with with something not business first, and then we'll get straight business. We'll just business it out. Let's start off with Top Boy. Top Boy is back. It's it's back. It's doing roads. Where's the fucking food, bro? Has Where's never meant pace? more. Run me my pays to shine. <laughs> Where's the food has never meant more than what I've seen so far in this season. I'm halfway through. Um, you have finished. We're not gonna give you guys too so many spoiler you alerts. Know we're gonna me. we're just gonna set up set the table as Gabe said. We're gonna just show you guys how the season has started. We're setting table. Yes. And my goodness, all of our favorite characters are are charactering. They are mid stride. Like things are happening. Yeah. Man, like Sully looks depressed and crazy all at the same time somewhere else. The rift is at an all time low, so you know the tension is. Yep. Tick. Duchesne saw Duchesne saw how, how chubby he looked last season. Got super deezed. <laughs> this thing Clearly. is jacked, bro. Damn, I'm and like, he's like five, five, six, but five, seven, and you look like a little tank. What I noticed, I was like, "Is this was that method though?" I'm like, "Was that some some roadman method? Did we just see our I first mean, when, roadman when method?" Man, he was in Jamaica. Kinda, when, he was down when bad. Go, far, go back to yard. And they eating strong. And he's down cool and bad. He's doing a valet park or a car service. Like it, he was, he was down. It bad. made sense. It made sense. It made sense. And now he's got a and blue now place. You, the condos, a little bit of dollars, a couple got, dollars, got some peas. Like I, a couple pays, mate. Yeah, no, the pays and the connect, fantastic. And little sips. And Jamie's out of prison. And Jamie's out of prison. Yeah, Jamie comes out of prison. Um surprisingly well not necessarily surprisingly but they never really showed what happened in the prison but something definitely transformative happened with him that they've not really pointing out or being straightforward with because he's way more forgiving he's way more understanding than the jamie before going into jail was a little ruthless jamie before going into jail would have came out and shot duchene in the face in the cafe that's no, but don't forget about the last conversation they had. Regardless, remember, though. Remember, Duchesne goes, I agree, and there's still elements of that, but I think the being away from his brothers, essentially his children, I think the way they're re- treating him and reacting to him as, as it unfolds through the, the series, you can kind of feel like, ah, maybe I got to be more thoughtful about how I about how I move, you know, because this is what really matters. Yeah. Everything else is, cr- yeah, it's Chris, whatever. But like, if I'm not taking care of these guys properly, I'm risking, I'm risking everything else is pointless. Yeah, and I think that get that story gets told very well throughout this whole series. How do you feel about Duchesne? Duchesne, I don't Man, like, like him. Sh- well, I'm be honest with you. Well, he's he's a great antihero. Because mm. in the end, you still want him to win in some capacity. I want you know? him to win only because if he wins, then the other people that I really want to win, like Jack and Sully, 
they win. All of them ones are connected. You know but here's I mean? the thing. Because at any given time, he's usually the person everybody else calls when something's afoot, something's happening. That usually now makes me invested. I'm like, all right, the guy's going to drop everything to go make something happen for yeah. somebody else. Well, the thing I is know, that he plays invested. chess better than everybody else as well. That's the one thing about Duchesne that you just got to respect. We're going his back's against the wall. He ends up quartering your, your king pretty quickly. So it's like... And without you even realizing it, to the yeah. point, like, even us as viewers, where you're like, well, this is ridiculous, kind of. Yeah. Like, I'm not seeing the game here. And then usually, Top Boy's really good at this. The last episode, like, the last five minutes, they'll tie everything up quite nicely. Yeah. And then they'll leave you something at the end to be like, oh, tune in next time. So I, they do this very well this time. Let's talk about Sully real quick. Okay. Sully, a well, Kano as more of an actor. This is more of an acting conversation. I think he should be the next James Bond. Dog, oh, the next James Bond. Think hmm. about it. Roll with me. Okay. It, he's a fantastic. He's a really good actor. He's a really good he's, actor. I, he, what he does is so good because there's a certain way road men play crazy, but not crazy, like a calculated crazy. Yeah. And he does it so effortlessly well. That I'm like, if I see him on road, I'm not making eye he contact. He plays it with his eyes so well. He acts with his eyes better really than late. anyone on the show. And he he doesn't... There's so many moments where it's jarring and he's not saying a word. Like, he's just looking. That and part. it's pretty jarring. But I feel like, okay, if you do that, if he ends up being James Bond, then you got to kind of do like a Jeffrey flip where it makes sense. Where... They the the, I'm sold. the spy the agency is no longer looking for someone prim and proper and crisp. They need someone that fits in, and then you and, have and, and wasn't that a great way to reboot a franchise? Yeah, yeah, and you would get an entirely different audience along with the audience that's already there for James Bond, and modernizing it a bit as well. So I think that would be a great move if you turn James Bond into a low key. Um, for left the streets roadman that still understands and, the streets, but like he's and also doing better for his life. Kano, Kano's also racially ambiguous, so he can end up anywhere yeah. in the British Empire, yeah. former British Empire. So where he's like, yeah, he could fit in. He could be anybody, anywhere, yeah. at any time. Yeah, it fits. It works and well. He, it, it would be cool to see somebody not used to the toys, and like not used to the toys. Being not Max. used to the toys and like that reawakening of what the James Bond character is about, like the gadgets and the cunning and the moves, the moves, you know what I mean? Like, but it, still, when it's about time to get busy, this guy gets busy, you know. Realistically, like still, James Bond is, is just Inspector Gadget with a, a tux, he's not too far off. Him, Batman, uh, there's Batman, Iron there's Iron Man, there's Inspector Gadget, and James Bond. I feel like. Would be the oh and MacGyver and MacGyver. <laughs> I oh, feel like God. those are the top five utility superheroes. <laughs> they need their own Avengers. <laughs> That'd be crazy. <laughs> the gadgets. <laughs> <laughs> the gadgeteers. <laughs> Assemble the utility belt. <laughs> Yo, it'd be fucking crazy. They got like a Home Depot sponsor. <laughs> start selling action. <laughs> Home Depot starts giving you a fucking MacGyver toy with your with your with your Home washers, hardware uh, with your washers with every and nuts. Purchase of drill bits. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh man! So I saw someone uh, complaining about Batman because of the lack of gadgets, and I was like, I, "We got to put some watching? things in context. Like this is early Batman, so." He's not gonna have I don't late know. Batman. I don't know gadgets. what movie they were watching. Because <laughs> that movie had was full of gadgets. I've never seen more grappling hook in a movie in a Batman movie than this movie. He used that grappling hook a lot. I'm not gonna lie. And per, and with the with the camera, with, this isn't a Batman pod anymore. But yeah. with the camera angles on the grappling hook and the, it's fantastic. But Top anyway. Boy was better. And Top Boy, um... <laughs> <laughs> fantastic. No, but it was such a they. I just think the you know. With stories like this and the way they've been able to kind of like really expand the universe of Top Boy, you can, I don't know, people get things stale very quickly, but yeah. I think they've been able to like keep a captive audience and grow that audience over a long time. Yeah. And that's like a lot of things have gone well for them, but like most importantly, the acting 
is like freaking brilliant. I think across what, the board. What helps with that as well, with that doesn't get spoken of nearly enough on this show. And I feel like <clears throat> because of the people who decide on these things, they won't even notice how well it's being done. But the set design and wardrobe is effortless. It's insane. Brilliant. Like when you go into some of these flats. And you're seeing piles of newspapers. You're seeing the normal baby chair that's askew and has one broken side. And the toys are all kind of spread out. And there's a, a Disney, an old 1990s Disney blanket. Like at that homeless girl's house. I was just like, Facts. this Facts. is incredible set design. Like our, the CDs piled up. Beside the Hi. old Jamaican man CD player where it's like you got four just, of them that are all wired together. It feels like it's a documentary. Dog. Right? Like it feels. It's crazy good, man. And then the wardrobe, like these clothes aren't like they're, they're not crisp. They're not like the iciest. Lived in. They're lived, lived in. Like in. The whole, Everything feels lived in. Though. Yeah, like, man. Yeah. Right even down to like, the new cars. They're whipping around a whole bunch of new cars. But even in the new car stuff, but that's what shows feels... it. But that's what shows it even more because you see that in the hood all the time. Niggas have the wickedest all, all, whips. All the time. And you go in their fucking house and it's doo-doo, bro. And you're just it, that's in the hood so much. Like I was like, this is so perfect. The environment that they've done. And like it's not even just this. Honestly. Every Roadman movie I've ever seen, even Attack on um, Attack on the Block. Have oh, you ever Attack seen the Block? Have yeah, you ever yeah, seen Attack yeah, the Block? Yeah, yeah. The the aliens one. I yeah. rewatched it the other day, and I was like, "Bro, did I realize how good John Boyega was at the time?" Because dog, what I mean, That's like awesome. leagues away from everybody else in this movie. This kid was acting his ass off, bro. Anyways, the set design, cost, really wardrobe about how good that film is, is good. Oh, attack on attack the block is amazing, amazing. It's a classic in in the UK, so they know how good it is. Um, Top Boy is you should when you finish it. I guess we'll unpack the rest of Top Boy. Yeah, for sure. Drake has another one. Drake has one show ended. So what's his? his and now another one that's taking over the streets again. So he's EPing, correct? Yeah, yeah. He remember he revived Top Boy. Top Boy was done, and he brought it back to life. So these last two seasons have been him, correct? Yes, that's why they what say season one and two instead of season three and four. Because remember, you had Summer oh, this House, is a whole property all together. Yeah, yeah, well, it's the same story, but yeah, different property. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um. Shout out to Sully. Yeah, just I was, everybody I was on this show. Weirded out because I was like, "Is this?" What were you saying? I was just saying I was, I was confused when they did the season one and season two, and I was like, "What does that have to do with the old seasons?" Yeah, and now I realize this clarifies it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it all, it all comes together. Um, his uh, Jamie's what were you brothers, saying about Sully? Jamie's little brothers, amazing as well. Like Such especially good the actors. youngest, youngest brother, like. You can tell he's he's young, like you know what I mean. He, he doesn't have certain chops, but it, there's certain scenes where he just kills it with a look. His eyes are stone cold. There is a scene. There is a scene coming up where he goes visits uh, one of his friends' moms. Oh, I seen that. And oh, yeah, I was like, you know, my favorite thing about him. People have been in that situation too. It it was so good. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's incredible. Him and the the other um, younger brother, they do a really good job. Um, <clears throat> well, they've increased that other younger brother's part more from the last season to this season. Which he's uh, talking more. He's doing the, the the middle brother. The middle brother. Okay. His parts. He's he's doing a lot more because his literal position in the family has changed. He's the now was the de facto older person in the house yeah. to the youngest brother. Yeah. So even that, even eventually there's a little bit of butting of heads between him and Jamie. And it's like, so it's great writing, man. Like, nope. this is just a great show. Well, that's the thing. Like Jamie comes back and he doesn't really give him much strife, but, but he's the, the older one. So I guess he's kind of a little bit more forgiving because he understands what Jamie was on road doing for them. 
But the younger brother was sheltered from that whole thing. He had no idea what Jamie was up to. So it, for him, it just makes sense that he's going to have more of a, uh, a negative reaction to everything and not be... Like, when that kid kisses his teeth, I'd crack dying of laughter every single time, bro. His kiss teeth has so much passion in it, dog. It's crazy. But, yeah, they're killing it. This is like... I think the UK has the best rapper actors ever, ever, easily, ever, easily. I was trying to explain to somebody that Kano's a rapper, and they're like, "Was he an actor?" And then he turned to a rapper. I'm like, "No, no, this guy has a whole and a whole rap career. Not even just said, a rapper. Like actors? he's the guy. Like in no, no, rapping. legendary. Like legendary. Yeah, yeah. Like Jay Z. <laughs> he's up. No, no, there. legendary. Yeah. Had runs. Yeah, yeah. He's one of the pioneers of grime." And like when man's like Skeptar looking up to him, that should just let you know <laughs> what, everything you what time it is. And now he's killing it as an actor. Little Sims absolutely murdering her role. Tremendous. Absolutely. Tremendous. She has she's another one that just gives you a look sometimes and her choices. I'm just like, yo, how are you Palpable. doing that? How you doing that? Don't do that. Yeah, no, she's really don't, good. Don't do all that. Don't do that. She's good, man. She's really good. Like, when Duchesne's showing her around the house and saying this is our our house, and she didn't say a word, but her face said everything. You're like, she's not with this. She is not down. She's uneasy. She's confused. She's like, mm, not sold. Not sold on all of this at all. Yeah, yeah she's, a, she's such a – and the, her, the way she kind of executes that character too – it's it gives everything a lot more texture. A lot of people could have been in that role and just kind of been like, oh, I'm just a girlfriend. I'm just going to hang out, whatever. And she gives it a lot more dimension than most. Of, I think it's tremendous. I'm a big fan. They're giving her more plot, too. There's some backstory that we don't know about. Oh, buddy. Let but me this tell you. white woman. Let me tell you. Don't tell me. They throw that backstory in your face when it gets there and you're like, whoa. I've been trying to guess it. For, I've been trying to guess it for three episodes and I just don't know what it is. But I'm like, I guarantee you it's 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 not what you think it is. Which is why I think I'm like, what is it? Because I'm like, it's not. I know it can't be what I think it is because that's too easy. So I. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But yeah, no, they're killing it. Top Boy is amazing once again. Such such consistent quality. Um, That's my thing. Consistent quality. Hard to find. I think, yeah, hard to find. I don't think I can say the same for Snowfall right now. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on over I'll there. I'll be honest with you. But it's um, a little ugly over there. Yeah, I'm it's not, not looking great. The pacing is slow. It's drawn out. Uh, Doesn't feel intentional. None of it. Yeah, it's not gripping me. At like, well, I don't know. Like, I I don't know if they're writing with this is where we need to get to. There's no driving. The driving force behind this is just there's very, no stakes enough. The nah. stakes aren't high enough now because you don't have the neighbor that hates you. That's also a cop that you love his daughter. You don't have the crackhead that is working that's with the other the side and yeah. is in love with your best friend. You don't have the the uh, cops that are looking for you and want to get you and and take you out. You you have a bunch of cops working with you. Dirty and good. <laughs> you have Wanda clean. Uh, girl who hated you and shot you gone. Like it's it's realistically and the worst, biggest conflict the right part. now for people is who is this baby mom? <laughs> that's one who is the baby. And that's funny because they're just it's not like they're making it an issue where nobody knows who she is. That would be interesting where everybody's worried about who is this new woman in yeah. your house. But no, everybody's like, I remember when I met you before. So technically, the mom lets it out. His mom lets it out the bag that she met her already before she left to Cuba. So she was around and we just didn't know. I don't. Yeah, I don't like strange. I don't like it unless there's a reason for this, because they do have a lot of scenes where they just leave the camera on her for reaction of something. And it's it's nothing but something to either throw us off and make her look shady or they're just just losing it, running if, out of things. Because if they, if it's, I'm gonna tell you right now, if she doesn't have some interesting thing about her, if she's not an undercover cop, 
if she's not working with the the other side of the ops or whatever Embedded with the CIA in some capacity something she's not Cointel pro I don't want to hear it <laughs> I don't want to hear it bro I'll be interested to see how they close this loop because I I think it'll be such a wasted opportunity and it probably would speak to the volume of like how much John Singleton's guiding hand was probably the actual creative about. force behind it that's all I keep thinking about because if they don't do anything with her this interesting character that they just added out of nowhere. Curtains. Curtains. I'm telling you. You hate to see it. Curtains. And this is the thing about Snowfall. It can't end good. Well, we know how it ends. Everybody goes to jail. Reagan gets elected and it's bad news bears for everybody. Exactly. So how they get to that point with us already knowing because they've chosen to infuse so much of real actual history to tie it all together. There, that's the that's the hard part for them. That's gonna be the finesse because it still has got to be grandiose. We're talking about a finale here. You can't just have Franklin get coughed. <laughs> just that's it. If he doesn't go out like Queen Latifah and set it off, I don't want to see it. Yeah, no, Franklin gotta gotta get got, and it's gotta. Or be they s- do a little switch. Or 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 let me land. Mm. They do a little switcheroo, and then they cut to him and Cuba with a long beard, running a bar. It's like I can come back anytime. That'd be interesting. I'll take that because if they do the switcheroo because he's chest moving and he's like, I'm always somewhere doing something, I wouldn't mind that. But you'd have to set the lay the foundation for me. Yeah. Make it look interesting. Yeah. He could end up in one of his properties that are on an island somewhere. So, yeah, he does have the shell companies, got the shell money. Um, Even Have you seen this last episode, this last Snowfall episode? No. No, I haven't seen so it yet. something in the stakes have been raised okay. in some capacity, but in other seasons, if something like this happened, I'd be like, "We're in." Oh shit! But this happens in this season. I'm like, "But why? Why did we? Oh, why no. did this happen?" Oh no! Another. I'm holding withholding judgment, but another. Why did this happen? Maury is canceled. Three decades of Maury. And the cameraman has finally gotten a week off. God, that man's thighs. in the sneakers. He's like, thank God. (laughs) His thighs must be, his calves just jacked. Just jacked. Just showing up to work in spandex and gym shorts. Like, I'm ready to sprint today, baby. (laughs) They they ain't losing me today. I'm telling you. (laughs) For him, it's like a rodeo because it only does last about eight to nine seconds. It's like... (laughs) And he stay he's on the ball. like a cage, and he's like, "Wait for it, wait for it, wait for it." <laughs> <laughs> Yo, um, Maury's done after three decades. Wow, like, like I, NBC riddance? decided to cancel. Where are it. you on the Maury? Where are you on the Maury bandwagon? I'm on the good riddance, but too late. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, why now? The like, damage why, has really? been done. Um, the baby moms and the baby dads. Decades. And, Decades upon decades. decades of coonery and buffoonery and just downright debauchery. Truly, truly, it was the tap dancing for I am not the father. That's really was the nail. The, the backflip for, for I am not the father was into the splits. That was also a moment. We can't oh, forget the robot, um, the pop and lock, the crump. The, the crump. I was going to get the, the crump the was crump was a moment. Um, all time low. R.I.P. It was a good crump. R.I.P. to the "Is this a man or a woman?" episodes. Yeah, those looks a little yeah, very ugly these days. That was crazy. That that was a thing. Two thousand, the early two thousand was a wild time for like just, and it was daytime TV. Well, that was nineties. That was like late nineties, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was late nineties. That's so wild. Daytime TV. Well, think about early 90s. Ricky Lake, Sally, Jesse, Raphael, Montel. Sally, Jesse, Raphael. (laughs) Fucking. um, Haven't heard that name name in years. Horatio. No, what's his name? Geraldo. No, Geraldo. Horatio. (laughs) Geraldo had a show. And then what's his other? What's the other guy? What's the white? The the Donahue. Phil Donahue. Phil Donahue. Yo, I watched a documentary. A I think I told you about this documentary where um about um Vivian Myers. Uh and it's about the, um finding this woman. Yeah, the photographer. Yeah, the photographer. Yeah, it's one of my favorite documentaries of yeah. all time. And remember, she was the nanny for 
Phil Donahue. Yes! <laughs> yeah. Yes! She, she was the nanny yes, for his kids. Yes, you're so right. I just remembered that. Um, you're so right. I completely forgot about we that. We had a lot that of one trash, interesting point. trash daytime TV. A lot of it. It's very interesting because yeah, when you think people about people loved consuming it. Even Oprah. Oprah had Ku Klux Klan. Oprah members. started off, yeah, not even started off. Oprah for a long time because she used to be like happy giveaway cars. But people don't forget. Sometimes you come home, come home from school at four o'clock, and she's interviewing murderers, and she's interviewing Nation of Islam so versus Christians, and it'd be some wild I'm shit. But her, her her show was on at like one a.m., two a.m. So it was like, eh, you know what I mean? People weren't really caring, and then she had to, Oprah? but. Yeah, she had to work her way up in the slots. Into Good Morning Chicago, into, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, um, the show just kept building in ratings, and they kept hiking it up an hour, hiking it up an hour, and the ratings just kept getting higher and higher, and that's how she ended up at 4 o'clock. Interesting. Yeah. Um, and also, like, now you have, like, the new generation of, like, the Dr. Phil's, who are doing, like, spinoffs mm, of... Yeah. Yeah, when I saw Dr. Phil one time do pull out a, a lie detector report, I said, everybody's stealing Maury's flow now. Well, the thing is, it's like. Fam, even Dr. Oz is doing this shit now. Like, well, that, Dr. Oz and, and Dr. Phil are both Oprah's children. You know what I mean? Those are still. Yeah, yeah. Dr. Phil got a little common sense, though, because Dr. Phil knows this is for play play. Like, yeah. Dr. knows this is this is all kind of stupid. He acknowledges how dumb it is. Yeah. This is dumb. Dr. Oz, though, Dr. Oz drank the Kool-Aid too much, and he is... He's that nigga got about him. 40 he's... episodes about poop. He needed, he needed to just hang it up. He needed to hang it up, buddy. Listen, my man started giving away bad medical advice and fake medical advice, and people try to start suing him, and he's like, it's not... My show's not about medical advice. It's about conversation. I said, that's not oh, what you said before, sir. That's a white, That is not what you said that's before. That's a Caucasian scapegoat right there. That's what that is. The and old, he's Iranian, too. The he's old dosi though. Um, the old Mehmet. <laughs> I think Tabitha Brown has the ability to be our next I Oprah. I think the beyond the ability. She I think she's the... likable more beyond belief. I think um, when Easy. you add in Oprah's um, uh, food subsidiaries, she got Tabitha oh, with yeah, the yeah, vegan yeah, stuff, yeah. with the cookbooks oh, yeah, and yeah. whatnot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, Tabitha's in with the celebrities. They all follow her and love her page, and and she's starting sure. to sit down and talk with um, certain celebrities. I just seen her doing an interview with um, Victoria Monet that was really good and in depth. And yeah, I think she if she if she plays her cards right, she could be the next Ellen Oprah like that slot. And she could be because Oprah started doing these the last uh, I'll say maybe five years where. They, she invites people to her house or she mm -hmm. goes to this nice, beautiful location. And it's like these intimate interviews, yeah. which is like About a departure from like situations. a full daytime. <laughs> and you know what? Tabitha has such a calming voice where instead of one of those interviews where Oprah's coming at you, like, were you silenced or were they silenced yeah. types of shit? I think Tabitha can do it in a way where it feels like therapy because her voice is very. Like, I feel it. It will, it will come embracing. through because it's coming from a place of love initially. And that's the thing. Yeah. Tabitha inherently is a, I feel, I don't know these people. So like, let me not do that. But like, she feels like she really is coming out of a place of kindness and having those conversations. You can get all of the same answers mm -hmm. and you can get all of the interesting stories out of people. But when it comes from a place of kindness, it's a whole different like view to it. Yeah. I think today's viewer might be into that as well. Yeah. I think, um, and it's exactly what you said. Like you said, how you started off with, I feel like she's that way. That's the important thing is that she ma she makes you feel she comfortable enough mm. because that's what I got from her initial videos she was a feeling. It wasn't necessarily anything she was saying, but it was how she was saying it. And it just felt like a warm hug every time she would do one of those motivational little honey, baby, baby. I was talking, I was talking oh. and I was thinking, why are you mad? And then just goes on, and you're just like you feel like your grandma's talking to you. It's like a very comforting feeling. So, so comforting. I think that that feeling is the most important part. And if celebrities can find a safe space to share their most traumatic moments, 
I think that you can get a lot more out of it than someone that's, like you said, grilling you kind of and Facts. looking for those things that'll be headline news and whatnot. Um, and I think she can help humanize a lot of celebrities. Oh, absolutely. I think having a conversation with Tab- Tabitha in like the form of a a very open and therapy. Like everybody's having these intimate, like sitting on director chairs conversations that I think is bullshit. Like I don't think they're very good. Yeah. Um, that being said, I think there's such an opportunity to have like thoughtful, in-depth conversation that people want to see in like not an interview style, but interview style. Yeah. Like, especially after documentaries and people go on these media runs, I started like, especially after this genius stuff, people just want to kind of have an ability to tell their story about a situation. Yeah. And if they're doing, and if they're, if they have the ability to tell that story in a, in a capacity and on a platform with somebody who is, I guess they're for like positive reasons Mm -hmm. that opens the door for so much. That's so much, so much storytelling, so much positive storytelling can come from that as opposed to somebody trying to grill you, you know? Exactly. And then you don't get the salacious headlines as much. And even if you do, Uh, it'll be offset when people see the actual interview, you know what I mean? And be like, yo, exactly. What was that? Like, why would you guys say that? So yeah, I think there's definitely an opportunity for her there if she decides to take it. Um, I mean, I wouldn't mind it at all. Um, young, rich Africans. Wow, wow, wow. So new. So finally, the, the whole continent of Africa said, you know what, goddamn it, we're going to jump on this bandwagon too. And good for them. Good for them. As are now are, are these are these cross Africans? Or are we are we just talking about Nigeria? Because usually when it comes to uh, they're TV from all over Nigerian. the continent, actually they're from all over oh, the fantastic. continent. You have some from Tanzania, you got some from Nigeria, Ghana. Like they're from all over the continent. Some of them are artists. Some of them are just famous. I'm not too sure why, um, but that's it called, is that's called mining money. <laughs> it well, one of them was a uh, uh, self well not self proclaimed, but they called her a gold digger because her man was 31 years older than her and uh, super rich, and uh, there was rumors 31 that he years was scamming. Older. Yeah, and there's rumors oh, wow. that he was scamming um, and had or did fraud or something like that. And then her new man is seven years younger than her. And he's super rich and he there's rumors that he's done fraud as well and all this stuff. So it's like they're all famous for different reasons, whatever those reasons may be. But it's pretty interesting. I think the show, if people give it a chance, especially people who have this notion about Africa being poor and just whatever. Yeah, Yeah. You will definitely I think this show has the ability to break some stigmas. Um, surrounding Africa and African people, like they—they're nothing but Gucci and Louis and all the designer clothes throughout the entire show. It re- really reminds me of Bling Empire, to be honest. It's like this. Well, it sounds like it's probably produced by similar people. It's, it's also Netflix. Vehicle, yeah, no? it's shot the same way. It's um, the content matters the same. Where it's like more so dealing with inner fighting and relationships and friendships and. This person said this, and I thought that was disrespectful. But probably the same executive producer. But it's African, and it's and it's uh, got a uh, whole different context and culture. Oh, it's great! It's it's good stuff. Um, the the one girl Connie, she is the girl that embraces the villain role wholeheartedly. And she has. And you a, need somebody to embrace the. the you world. have to have that. You have to. And if they she, embrace it, it changes. It makes everything easier. Yeah, she steps into it gladly, <laughs> and um, she it, she came under fire at first. Tell me if this is something you would do. She, her fifteen year old daughter has her own place. Fifteen, you said. Fifteen. They gave her her own One, place. Five. Now, I'll give it some context. It's down the hall. It's like really, literally next door. But why? Well, um, according to them, like they wanted to teach her independence early and, um, um, you know, how to be an adult early and just get her into that mode. And she she kind of was wanted to do it as well. So and they really don't say no to many things when it comes to her, like. 
They kind of let her figure things out, but trial by error, trial by fire. And um, if anything, I mean, me they, personally, I would not there or whatnot. But you know, they want to see if she can she can grow up a little quicker. I mean, I personally, you know, because Fifteen's still like you know uh, uh, firmly in the world of children. Like as a child, I believe there's things called child endangerment laws, of which. Uh, Maybe would suffice. Uh, I doubt it if they're right beside. They're right beside. If anything, it's just another wall separating them. To be honest, realistically. Oh, so that's is that what it is? Well, she's next door. It's a pool house, if all things. No, like like it's they they live in a high rise in a high rise condo, the penthouse. But okay, she's next door in another unit. So essentially, if let's say for example, they own the entire floor. Then she's still in the house. You know what I mean? Like it's not like she's no. You know what? That's a that's a fair point. If she was Again, down the street or on another block or twenty minutes away, I'd be like, "What the fuck are you guys doing?" But I really don't mind this. I don't mind it. If if I was given that option at fifteen years old, I would learn how to do laundry, cook, all these things way quicker than I did growing up. Like I didn't learn a, a right. majority of those things until I had to. You know what I mean? And by then you're an adult. So I think for, right. unless you're like, obviously, you know how immigrant kids or, get you know, down. You, could, you, guys, you could circumvent all of those things and, and let them do them at, at home. You could, but you could also leave it up to, because this is the thing, right? There's tons the of child kids up to that, their own devices to do yeah, the there's tons of kids right. that, that know how to do these things, but when to do it. And like, for example, her friends want to come Fair. over. She's not going to want her friends to come over and she has a nasty place. And now you're learning to clean. I never learned to clean my room until I had my own place. And I was like, oh, I don't want people coming here and seeing how my place looks. Right. When I was a right. kid, I didn't give a shit. <laughs> like, who's I was like, this is mine. This is only just for me. Exactly. But when you get your own place, there's so many things. There's so many moments when I was in my first, first place where I heard my parents had my parents in my head saying certain things. And that just started making so much more sense to me now that right. I had my own place that I would never right. have thought of if I was still living with them. So I think it's it's cool in a sense that she's right down the hall. If anything goes wrong, if anything, she needs help. She's 10, 10 steps away. You know what I mean? It's sure. nothing crazy. It's like your parents are a staircase away. It's no difference. You know what I mean? Basically. It's so, just a really big house. It's just, all yeah. Yeah. And so I, I don't mind it. I, I didn't mind it. And the way they talk yeah. even is like friends. They, they Their interaction when they're on screen is like they're homies. They don't talk like parent kid, which right. I feel like there's a line. There is a line. There, There is. A, there should be a line. I don't know how to enforce that Identify line what that line is. Or see, see where that line is. Because I've personally never mm-hmm. seen it in my life. My parents were parents i'm not your friend i'm your parent that was <laughs> that was the main topic in my house what's the age gap between them um i'm she's not 15. Too sure. are they older people are they like in their 30s and um, i would per say 40s, probably she's like th- late 30s early 40s maybe okay. if anything yeah i don't i'm not so too like sure. she's they're younger ish like i i don't know like i get it, the notion that like she kind of wanted that when she was younger Right, and so, so a little she's, bit of living vicariously through. Yeah, child it's one of those. Right. I'm gonna give my child things that I wanted and I wish I could have done type vibe. Like that's the vibe I get right. from it. And I, this is how I would want my mom to talk to me, like one of my homegirls. Like that's the vibe I'm getting. She's kind of doing it for herself, like for her inner child, if anything. If that makes there's, sense. and there's could be a, a significant element of that. Like that's probably, and I think that's what most people who parents. Do yeah. and feel like that's kind of their first their their first look how much look at many baby moms open saga dressing their kid like the man they want to date like this oh, is this is just right. don't do that, don't do that. <laughs> this is just the reality do we live in <laughs> don't do that those boys, they, those you know they're doing they didn't it deserve though. that straight you know they're that, doing that, it <laughs> they're dressing these kids like the men they want. Have I seen a Burberry shirt on on a seven month old? Of course I have. Was it that, is. Or was that a per- particular drive by stray bullet deserving? <laughs> it or was. It was. It, uh, it was it, it's the weirdest form of manifestation I've seen. I'll put it that way. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a weird yeah. one. But um, guys are just as bad. There's a lot of guys who are making their daughters cook clean and take care of stuff. Like, Well, guys do the opposite. Are... They dress their daughters like the opposite of what they want the woman that they, they they want no, but they make them do things in the in the house like they would want a, a, um, their quote, mom. Unquote. Yeah, Freud was onto something. Freud was onto something. <laughs> that nigga Freud. I mean, the Siggy. Everything. Sigmund. Everything's not about sex, but it, you know, there's some things he was on point yeah, yeah. about. It's a little crazy towards the end. A lot of a lot of towards the end. <laughs> How about the middle? <laughs> he gets crazy right about two chapters in. He's uh he's a there's wild a lot boy. Of Oedipus, there's a lot of complex stuff that people always have to resort to with like the first people that they meet are their parents and you We've lost game. Usually that's indicative oh. of other things. I think you got you gotta read it with I'm still And here. he's back. I'm still here. Yeah, now. <laughs> Your thing froze and then you fast forward in due time. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, younger Africans, go check it out. I, I I co-sign it. I think it's 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 definitely going places. It has the ability. <laughs> I shall investigate this. If uh, we're talking about shows, and I think this will lead to or maybe our second conversation. Mm. I'm watching a show called Super Pumped with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Okay, I've heard of it. So it's about the guy. It's about Travis. Travis something. Could you, anyways, the guy who invented Uber. So it's about Uber. How Uber started. Yeah. It's trials and tribulations. It's like fine. Since you know how it ends and how it goes, just the way they're playing it is always like, this is going to be an issue. He's going to yell at somebody. This is how the issue gets solved. Yeah. They're fighting Lyft. They're fighting. Enough. So it's it's kind of, I'm a little tired of like, here's this interesting CEO and here's how they try to run the world. I'm kind of tired of that. They're doing another one with uh, Jared Leto and Anne Hathaway and they're the WeWork people people who made we work it's called we crashed so that one so we're getting that one's a little bit more interesting we're getting uh start uh, that's it took a while for some more startup uh shows and movies like we got social network and then well i think they everybody was waiting for like linchpin moments in these companies mm. companies got to be around for a long enough for them to be like i think everybody can appreciate what this means for whatever like there's another one up with uh, amanda seafried and she's the girl who conned everybody into um whatchamacallit into investing in her company that tests blood with just one drop of blood but it was a scam and like that's that's an interesting story mm. but they're not doing a good job making the show but i think that's an interesting story on the other hand, mm -hmm. I don't think Uber is super interesting of a story personally, but That's the way they're crafting it, yeah, they're really trying hard. Like they're really trying hard, and it's just it's not. I still have to watch the Google Earth one. I still have to watch the Google Earth one because I feel like that one Google will Earth probably be slaps. That one's interesting. They're all trying to be a fake social network. If we're being honest, I That's mean, I don't thing. blame them. Great movie. Great fucking movie. Yeah, it's I, you know what it is. The content matter just doesn't touch. Like it doesn't reach me. I don't know. I love it. I love. I think that that's movie what gets so me. much. I've I I've really sat down with this because I I've watched a few of these shows now and I try to rewatch the Social Network the other day to like have this conversation, right? And I'm like, why do I like not like this type of content? I'm like, oh, I just like see billionaires or like a, a guy who's trying to start a company, like these startup guys, and I instantly I'm like, I'm not on your side. Mm. Like whatever is gonna happen. I don't like I actually. Well, don't you don't care. like him. I don't like him. Like the I like no, the but movie, even but I don't like him. Like I think that no, but even the the thought process of like this guy is now my antihero or like whatever. He's not the antagonist. But I feel like they just there's so much elements of the movie that make it a little like um like the score is fantastic. I think it a the little directing like, is really smart. That's the word I'm looking for. Not whimsical, but like. There's an element they, of... They decorate the story a little like bit. The to make it feel like the fact that there's twins and they're like good-looking twins uh, that are... Uh, the Vickles Yeah, they're captains of the, the rowing team and they're, they're fucking brooding. And then you have Justin Timberlake playing Sean Parker and you remember Napster and that whole thing and how he became involved. And just... it's It has so many elements of movies that I've watched before mashed into one story. And it actually mm -hmm. happened. And a story that you recognize. And a story that actually happened that it makes me go, wow. It's like the founder. 
Like the founder was like a really good movie to me. I loved. I agree. How they they brought it together. I love Michael. Ke- I always love Michael Keaton. He's just the guy. We love Michael. Keaton. Yeah, and it, I love movies like that. I don't know what it is. I've always been a bio biopic person. But no, but you're an entrepreneurial spirit. That so too. I think you you. I think you appreciate. That I appreciate the level. rise and grind. Like I, I love you like a, a good, like a, a good a, journey. A crafty, scrappy guy. Yeah, pulling it by his bootstraps. Yeah, man. Me could give a fuck. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. You work for the government. Um. Oh wow! See. What a dick. <laughs> 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 I mean, you got to call a spade a spade. Your dreams are crushing every day. You know, know, that was a mid-conversation that straight hit me in the back of the head. Um, Speaking of dreams, Miss Marvel. I'm such a fan. It looks so good. Markham, Ontario. Markham, Ontario in the building. Um, Indian representation. We spoke about this very early days on this podcast about how we needed more Asian and, of course, South Asian um, representation on screen a lot more. Uh, you have a movie now that's going to be... We've had um, one Marvel hero that was Indian already. Um, oh, yeah, Kunal Nanjiani. Yeah, and Internals. Eternals. Yeah, and that's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. What I liked about that was those are the first ones. Those are the first superheroes. The OG heroes. The OG heroes. And like they made sure that they kind of covered certain diasporas <laughs> it was like a ymca you know, movie <laughs> it looked like a ymca ad the only thing they were was missing Captain was Planet. They, they're they're definitely ableists because they never they never had one person there with a disability i think that's the one thing that no Umbra was deaf oh the yeah girl, the girl who could is the girl runs fast the girl runs fast was deaf oh she was de- yeah remember yeah 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 so actually yeah technically that's true uh, that's true all the, that's true all the places yeah I guess, yeah, yeah. Is X-Men like, well, Professor X more specifically, is he like huge in that community, you think? Is he like the guy? He's like Michael this Jordan. Is really good, this is a really good bit, and I, but we can't, I can't. <laughs> is he like this. Michael Jordan of wheelchairs? Like, is he the guy? I can't. I, I can't touch this one. <laughs> this is a really good bit, though. I just, but not, that's. It was a genuine question. I'm dead ass. Like, who do you look up to in that world? My, uh, this uh, Rick Hanston, maybe Rick Hanston guy. Rick Hanston rolled across. I mean, was crossed many a mile, much like Terry Fox, but Canadian guy in a wheelchair. Sick. He used to be a yeah, yeah. Guy's crazy. Well, there's 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 a lot of uh, amputees that do unbelievable things, like clown Mount Everest. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know, friggin' um, I seen a dude bench press something crazy the other day. He's got no legs, and I was like, Yo, what am I doing with my life? Crazy stuff. (laughs) It is crazy, crazy stuff. One of my a good friend of mine from university designs uh, prostheses, Mm, prosthetics, sick, and just like remembering what he was studying then. And then, like, looking at stuff, I just ran into him the other day, and uh, he was showing me, like, oh, yeah, we're doing, we're using this stuff now. And, like, the amount of things that you have to, like, think and incorporate into, like, a person's body for them to just use an arm in a certain way. Mm. Like, they're designing the cheetah leg stuff, like, for for sprinters. Mm, And I was like, wow, what an interesting thing to, like, look at a foot and be like, actually, let's not look at a foot to make it look like a foot. Let's look at a thing for function. Yeah. And that's where you get these interesting cheetah legs. I was like, oh, wow. I think if you, the designs. If you, do a storyline where Flash loses his legs and then you got to get prostheses. I don't think anybody's in mad at that. You know, like how certain things they'll change in the comic world. A lot to of be... people, a lot of people will be mad at it. But really, I think it's a brilliant. That would be so brilliant. I think it would be very. I think it would be smartest. Uh, that would be the smartest angle for any superhero. Flash is not really anybody's favorite that I know. Anyone. Um, uh, some people like Wally West. And people like him. Like, who doesn't like Flash? Like, come on, he's fast. Everybody wants to be. Ah, yeah, yeah, but he's point. he's not making. He's not number one in anybody. Not no Wolverine, no, no, you know nigga. You ain't no fucking Spider Man, my G. Like, this is come on. These are the big Best boys. Facts. So, but the speed. If you're just a one trick pony type superhero, is very hard to to be a top overall draft pick. Well, it's yeah, I, I, it's, I don't blame him at all. I'm just saying that with how. I don't want to say insignificant, but not as popular his character. I think if they were to change that to be more inclusive 
to that community, no one I would agree. be really mad at it. Because at the end of the day, and I think it'd be yeah, you got Jax who's got a robotic arm, and that arm is stronger than the rest of his body. Like, so the it's not far fetched that if you were to get prostheses, you'd be faster or some shit. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, or like even figuring out to a, a thing in your with the prostheses for it to because he's moving so fast. Yeah. How do you make sure the material doesn't whatever? Is it going to hurt himself? Is Alfred it gonna, makes do we have it. To put it all types. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make a little cross collaboration. That'd be sick. Yeah, you're, hey, see in a circle. See in a circle. Steve Harvey. See in a circle. <laughs> but Miss Marvel. Miss Marvel looks great. I the comic run was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, people are really excited about this. They picked a great actress. Obviously, we're biased, uh, <laughs> but I think it's going to be really good. Like the 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 aesthetic design choices that they showed in the trailer. I'm like, oh, they really one one. It feels like they're really talking to a youthful audience, which yeah. I think is really exciting. But on top of that, I think it just looks visually interesting. Like I I'm excited when they get a little more creative about these things. Same thing with Turning Red, the new Pixar movie. I think they got creative with that, and it looks really paid off. I'm, yeah, I'm going to watch that this week for sure. Um, the fact that it takes place in 2002 is pretty freaking dope. Like 2002 Toronto is... Uh, that's um, One thing time. that I think the superhero community does need, which will raise a furrowed brow, um, is a superhero with a hijab. I think that's super important. Uh, and it, it would be important for the story to tie in with what's actually happening in the Middle East. I think that would be crazy, crazy good. Especially just for... So specifically, just for, uh, specifically, specifically uh, a Middle Eastern woman wearing a hijab. Yes, yes. Okay. Specifically. I would, I think... Yeah, I think that would be... That I would think be it's very important. I think it's important, man. I think even... Well, I think it's... it's it's very hard to st- separate superheroes away from politics, either for or against, or even just trying to having to place them in that world is really important. I don't know if like the traditional canons of superhero will be like, I don't know if like a DC or Marvel makes that, but I would be interested to see how that makes in, in things like invincible, like that show. Yes. Or that's what I the mean. Boys. Yeah. That's what I, I mean. think. Those shows are, have the, uh, an ability to incorporate that and, a far more context or interestingly diverse way. Well, know? more importantly, they don't have to focus on being family friendly. And I think that that's the more Accurate. important angle on this. I don't think you could make a movie about a Middle Eastern superhero that is family friendly. I don't think that that's possible given what we know. Yeah, is I happening. think you'd have to sanitize too many things for it yeah. to be like. It, it, would lose, it would lose its essence. And I feel like. If it were to be something that I'm not talking about Marvel or DC, like just something somebody just makes this and it's right. dark and it deals with issues and it talks about it. Like just like how Rami talked about a lot of issues that you probably have never seen spoken about on television um, in the Arabic community like that. It would be it would be amazing. Honestly, I think it would be amazing. It would be it would win a lot of awards. It would be finally something fresh to see on TV that you have never seen before. I think it would be a great idea. See in a fucking circle. I think man. you're very right. Who knew we had all these superhero listen, takes? Listen, listen, listen. We out here, man. We got the takes for your ass. Thank you, guys. Speaking of... Oh, speaking of. Go ahead. I was just gonna... I think we just gotta drop the one important thing that mm. I think is... Because long ago, we were speaking of the streaming wars. Ah, yes. And one of the biggest streamers of all time has just bought uh, uh, the, one of the largest catalogs. Yes. How much? So it's MGM, MGM catalog. Hold on, gets at. purchased MGM, by Amazon. MGM list. I want a list of movies. Oh, mama mia! So MGM has James Bond. Yep. MGM has Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit. It's got Rocky, which are which are, are already getting produced. By Amazon. So this deal's been long in the works already. It's just a matter of the dollar amount being assigned. And it was not a it's not a small dollar amount. Not a small dollar amount indeed. Let me get this number. Cause <laughs> it was a bill it was in the billies, no? Yeah, it might have been. Hold I don't on. see it I'm not. Pretty being. sure it's in the billies. Hold on. Eight point five billion dollars. The acquisition being over 4,000 movies and 17,000 TV shows to Amazon's catalog of content. 
Jeff Bezos is coming for next. Now, is this a good thing or a bad thing? I think it's bad. I don't know. I think it's bad. I don't know. I think it's bad. I think it's going to start a slippery slope where Amazon just starts acquiring everything because it's got the money to do so. I acquire is one thing. I don't know if everybody sells to them. Mm. I, I everybody so better that's, not. That's my thing. Everybody better not. <laughs> no, but I don't like. I don't. If they were even in the intro, like in the market for that, like I just don't see that happening, right? Because some of the other companies are in direct opposition to Amazon, and it just doesn't. Why would they? But is people an M- love a little bit of choice. Is an MGM in opposition to Amazon in terms of Prime Video? Prime Video mm, has yes and no. Yes and no. See, MGM it has catalog, even though they produce movies outside. They just have catalog, but they don't have everywhere to store it, right? So putting it on Prime Video actually is beneficial to them. It's actually more money in their pocket. Now, you get acquired by Amazon. Uh, that just means, like, all right, so we're, we don't even have to sign another contract again. They just own everything. So this is fantastic. But is that fantastic? Or wouldn't it be better for you to do a distribution deal through Prime Video and keep your company and still sure. be on streaming? But that means that some things you have to really hope that some of your movies are still hitting and you're still producing a certain amount of other movies. Otherwise, every time you sign that contract again, that price could keep going down. Amazon can keep devaluing what the product that you own has. Well, right? it's MGM. I think the, especially when you talk about the James Bond franchise, they, I think they're doing pretty well. Well, I think here's the thing. Fine. Here's the thing before Daniel Daniel Craig is one thing, right? The Daniel Craig movies can keep that joint afloat. But if you're if it was just Pierce Brosnan and the, them boys, all of a sudden that price, that pack kind of smelly. Like yeah. it, it ain't holding as much water as it was. And then who knows who they sell it to I after mean, that, right? They still got Wizard of Oz. They got Jump Street. Catalog's great. The Pink Panther. Catalog's very strong. They got, yeah, it's MGM. So. I don't like it because I don't like when big corporations buy out all types of things because I think that's just like not good for man. business for anybody. Yeah, man. Hate it. That being said, hey, seven, I, what hey. this tells me is there's Netflix, HBO, show, like there's a whole bunch of these other guys out there in the matrix of these streamers that are like, okay, say no more. We knew you're going to buy this anyways. Yeah. We now know what the price for those types of, uh, whatchamacallit, those types of products are, mm. okay, run up our price next time. We're going to, the price in the street, that just means that movies, when we go to see them, are going to be a little bit more expensive. That's yeah, why Netflix just is like charging everything more money. Else. I That's bought, why I bought HBO. butter for $8 today, so trust me, you got to tell oh, me brother, about inflation. Oh, no. But anyways, thank you guys. Another week of the concession stand. I'm Marlon. I've been Gabe. Peace. Doses.